0: It's the Old Man Yells at Music podcast. And here's your host, that moderate-talking middle-aged man himself, Roger Stroop. Hello and welcome to episode 30 of the Old Man Yells at Music podcast. I'm Roger Stroop. This week I'm looking back at the charts of August 26, 1995. Remember the 1998 episode which covered a week near the release of Windows 98? Well, today we're talking about the week Windows 95 came out. Now that was a hype. Microsoft shelled out millions to use the Stones' as Start Me Up and to put out a promo video with Rachel and Chandler from Friends. Didn't it seem ridiculous at the time for so much fuss to be made About not even a computer, but a computer operating system? Little did we know. Here's some of the other pop culture of the day. The headline movie releases of this month were led by the Michelle Pfeiffer inner-city classroom drama, Dangerous Minds. Another hit was the family film, Babe, about a pig who dreams of being a sheepdog. Plus, there was Mortal Kombat, one of the rare movies based on a video game, to actually succeed at the box office. Other releases included the Julia Roberts-Dennis Quaid romantic comedy, Something to Talk About, the Keanu Reeves period romance, A Walk in the Clouds, and the Antonio Banderas action flick, Desperado. Again, not a lot happened in television, with the possible exception of the North American debut of the anime series, Sailor Moon. But I did find the U.S. primetime schedule for this date, so let's look at that. ABC kicked off their night at 8 with a special, The Adventures of Mary-Kate Nashley: Ashley, Mystery on the High Seas. Ah, the days when the Olsen twins were building their empire. Then at 9, it's an hour of the world's funniest commercials. And at 10, it's another special, Susan B. Anthony Slept Here, featuring stories about notable women in American history. CBS aired reruns of three of their 90s stalwarts, Dr. Quinn, Medicine Woman, Touched by an Angel, and Walker, Texas Ranger. Fox's Night was taken up by an NFL preseason game between the Seattle Seahawks and the San Francisco 49ers. And on NBC, they had their movie of the week, Ernest Goes to Jail, followed at 10 by something called A Word from Our Sponsor, which I can't find any information about, but I assume it was just another collection of funny ads, a la The World's Funniest Commercials. On the best-seller list, fiction readers were buying the latest hits by established stars. Topping the list was From Potter's Field, Patricia Cornwell's sixth mystery featuring coroner Dr. K. Scarpetta. Other top titles included Anne Rice's latest vampire tale, Memnock the Devil, and the new offerings from John Grisham and Stephen King, The Rainmaker and Rose Matter, respectively. In nonfiction, big sellers included... To Renew America, by then Speaker of the House of Representatives Newt Gingrich, also John Feinstein's Chronicle of Life on the PGA Tour, A Good Walk Spoiled, and Sleepers, Lorenzo Carcaterra's allegedly true account of how two of his friends got away with murdering the former juvenile detention guard who had molested them as boys. It was made into a movie starring Brad Pitt, Dustin Hoffman, and Robert De Niro, but none of them played Carcaterra. That was Jason Patrick. And in music, the big story occurred on the 9th of this month when Grateful Dead leader Jerry Garcia died of a heart attack at age 53 while staying at a California rehab clinic. The Dead were never huge mainstream stars and only had one top 40 hit, but their jam-heavy live sets helped build them a loyal, loyal fan base, the Deadheads, many of whom followed the band on tour from show to show. The band immediately split up, but they live on wherever there is tie-dye, patchouli, and or songs that were four minutes but get stretched out to an hour. And now, the charts. We start, as always, below the top 40s. I told you a while ago that sometimes I'd pick these songs based solely on the band name. The last time I did that was with David DeVant and his spirit wife. Well, I'm doing it again. Location, Canada. The chart position, 84. The song, Twisted Vehicle. And the name of the band is She Stole My Beer. She Stole My Beer formed in Vancouver in the 80s. Twisted Vehicle was the first single from their album, Mule. Twisted Vehicle is a bluesy rocker about, well, I'm not sure. See what you make of the lyrics. I'm not a robber. I'm a thief. And I'm no small warrior. I'm a chief. And I ride on the wings of angels if they can pay for gas. But I'll walk with the devil if they don't have the cash. Help me up. Can't you see I'm falling down? Down, down, down on the ground. I'm too old. These things have got to stop but you're a Twisted Vehicle, and I want to ride you to the top. The effect here is of a mid-90s version of cottage rock, like Trooper was in the 70s. It's music for 30-degree weekends by the lake. That's 30 Celsius, 86 Fahrenheit. Twisted Vehicle was, would get as high as number 45. The band didn't have any further hits, but they continued to perform together, and they released their latest album, Shaking the Chalet in April. Now we start in in the top 40s with Canada's number 35, Tell Me What I Think by Spirit of the West. Formed in Vancouver in 1983, Spirit of the West began as a folk group with Celtic influences, but they started adding rock elements when they signed to a major label in the 90s. They scored their first big hit when... And If Venice is Sinking, the first single from 1993's Faith Lift, reached number 30. Tell me what I think was the first single from their seventh album, Two-Headed. Tell me what I think is the band's trademark mix of Celtic and rock instrumentation. The lyrics seem to portray an un- unapologetic alcoholic and his relationship with a person on whom he relies to function. Judge for yourself tonight my evening's pleasure in a glass black and creamy headed draining fast then you crashed in all full of questions tell me what i think you drive i'll drink you drive me getting tired feeling wired feeling wired excuse me and i'm treading water i'll tell you this for nothing don't count on me i never picked a winner to fill the seat I'm at a loss, but it's mine, my own confusion. Tell me what I think. You drive, I'll I'll drink, you drive me. Tell me, I wish you'd tell me. It's a poignant portrayal of codependency, not one of pop's most popular subjects, but a worthy one. This is the kind of song that makes me grateful for Canadian content regulations. Tell Me What I Think was down from a peak of number 25. The group had no further hits, but they continued to perform for the next two decades. Singer John Mann was diagnosed with colorectal cancer in 2009, but he survived it. However, in 2014, he was diagnosed with early-onset Alzheimer's. He continued to play, but the band ultimately called it quits in 2016. John Mann died this past November at age 57. Now we're in Britain for the first time to look at their number 31 song, Girl From Mars by Ash. Formed in 1992 in Downpatrick, Northern Ireland, Ash were put together by guitarist Tim Wheeler and bassist Mark Hamilton, who had been in an Iron Maiden cover band together, adding drummer Rick McMurray. The group released their debut album in 1994 when they were still in their teens. Girl From Mars was the second single from their second album, 1977. Girl from Mars is peppy power-pop about a teenage summer romance. The lyrics. Do you remember the time I knew a girl from Mars? I don't know if you knew that. Oh, we'd stay up late playing guard, cards. Henry Winterman Winterman's cigars. And she never told me her name. I still love you, the girl from Mars. Sitting in a dreamy daze by the water's edge on a cool summer night. Fireflies and the stars in the sky, gently glowing, gentle glowing light from your cigarette. The breeze, blowing softly on my face, reminds me of something else. Something in my memory that's been misplaced. Suddenly all comes back, and as I look to the stars. At the time, the band was lumped in with the emerging brick-pop sound. But to me, I hear more American indie influences like Pavement and Dinosaur Jr. Than, anyth- than anything. Anyway, good song, very catchy chorus. Girl from Mars was down from its peak of number 11. It was the first of their 18 top 40 hits over the next 12 years. In, 1960- in 1996, they added a fourth member, Englishwoman Charlotte Hatherley, who was with the band for 10 years before leaving them to be a trio again. They released their most recent album. Islands in 2018. Now we land in the USA for their number 35, Carnival by Natalie Merchant. Born in Jamestown, New York in 1963, Natalie Merchant was 18 when she joined a local band called Still Life, which later changed their name to 10,000 Maniacs. The group found success in the late 80s and early 90s. Then Merchant left just as the the band scored their biggest hit with a cover of Patti Smith's Because the Night from, from an MTV Unplugged special. Carnival was the first single from her debut solo album, Tiger Lily. Carnival is a languid bit of folk rock inspired by the awe and wonder Merchant felt when she first visited New York City at the age of 16. Here's her description. Well, I've walked these streets. A virtual stage it seemed to me makeup on their faces actors took their places next to me well i've walked these streets in a carnival of sights to see all the cheap thrill seekers vendors and the dealers they crowded around me have i been blind have i been lost inside myself and my own mind hypnotized mesmerized by what my eyes have seen well, I've walked these streets in a spectacle of wealth and poverty, in the diamond markets, the scarlet welcome carpet that they just rolled out for me, and I've walked these streets in the madhouse asylum they can be, where a, wide, where a wild-eyed misfit prophet on a traffic island stopped and he raved of saving me. Merchant's voice, I think, is a love it, is a love it or hated proposition. And I fall well on the love side. This is my, probably my favorite of her solo songs. It's a vivid, Joni Mitchell-esque snapshot of a time and place. Carnival would peak at number 10. It got to number 17 in Canada. She would have three more hits, and she continues to perform, record, and advoc- advocate for various causes to this day. In America for the number 27 song, Brown Sugar by D'Angelo. Born Michael Archer in Richmond, Virginia in 1974, D'Angelo was signed to a record deal at age 19, and at 20 he wrote a top 40 hit called You Will Know for Black Men United, an RB supergroup featuring Boys to Men, Brian McKnight, Usher, Snoop Dogg, and more. Brown Sugar was the first single and title track to his debut album. Brown Sugar is retro funk soul about D'Angelo's love affair with Mary Jane. And I'm not talking about a woman, even though he tries to disguise it as such. Like this. Let me tell you about this girl. Maybe I shouldn't. I met her I met her in Philly and her name was Brown Sugar. See, we be making love constantly. That's why my eyes are a shade blood burgundy. The way we kiss is unlike any other way that I be kissing. What I'm kissing what I'm missing. Won't you listen? Brown sugar, babe, I gets high off your love. I don't know how to behave. I want some of your brown sugar. 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 Oh, sugar, when you're close to me, you love me right down to my knees. And whenever you let me hit it, sweet like honey, when it when it comes to me, Skin is caramel with the cocoa eyes. Even got a big sister by the name of Chocolate Tie. Brown Sugar, babe. I gets high off your love. Don't know how to behave. It's a laid-back, head nodding groove that helped launch the Neo-Soul movement of the second half of the 90s. Brown Sugar peaked at number 27. It also got to number 24 in the UK. Brown, brown Sugar, the album, would go, would go platinum and produce a top-ten hit in Lady. But after a long tour in support of it, D'Angelo took a break, limiting himself to duets and guest appearances on songs by Erykah Badu, Lauryn Hill, and solo members of Wu-Tang Clan, before coming back in 2000 with the album Voodoo. That album's biggest hit, Untitled, How Does It Feel?, made him a sex symbol with its simulated nudity. But that image bothered him, and that apparently contributed to to there being an even longer gap before his third album, 2014's Black Messiah. His most recent release was last year's Unshaken, for the soundtrack of the video game Red Dead Redemption 2. Now we're in Canada again for number 28, Good by Better Than Ezra. Formed in Baton Rouge, Louisiana in 1988, Better Than Ezra were made up of students who were then enrolled at Louisiana State University. They put out two independent albums in the early 90s, and the second of these, 1993's Deluxe, built up a following that persuaded Electra Records to sign them, re-release the album, and put out the song Good as a single. Good is of the same strain of easygoing alt-rock as bands of the time like The Gin Blossoms and Semisonic. I think the lyrics are about a lover leaving. See what you think. Looking around the house, hidden behind the window and the door, searching for signs of life, but there's nobody home. Well, maybe I'm just too sure, or maybe I'm just too frightened by the sound of it. Pieces of note fall down. But the letter said, "Aha, it was good living with you. Aha, it was good. Ah wah aha, it was good living with you. Aha, it was good. Aw ah, good, 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 good." Sitting around the house, watching the sun trace shadows on the floor, searching for signs of life, but there's nobody home. Now maybe I'll call or write you a letter. Now maybe we'll see on the 4th of July, but I'm not too sure, and I'm not too proud. The song stands out for its catchiness, as well as the impressive integration of violin, played by former child actress, Lily Hayden. Good got as high as number 26. In America, it peaked at number 30. The group had no further top 40 hits, but they had a few more on alternative radio before the decade ended. They released their seventh and most recent album, All Together Now, in 2014. We return to Britain for song number 30, Push by Moist. Formed in Vancouver in 1992, Moist included four members who had independently moved there from Kingston, Ontario. They made their debut album in 1993 for $3,000 and released it independently, but it was quickly picked up and re-released by a major. That album, Silver, had produced three Canadian hits by the time it came out in the UK. Push was the first single. Push is grunge-influenced rock about a relationship that didn't work out due to one partner's expectations and demands. Lyrics, please. A Little Bit More Than I Ever Wanted a little bit more than you could ever say. Did you really think that I'd forgotten? Checked out the windshield. Water coming in. Fade away, fade away. Push just a little too late. Is this what you want? What you need? What you wanted me to be? Always loved me, strapped to you. Lock it down and drive me through. Tried to give you. Tried to give more than I than you thought I'd take now. Taking more than you could ever say. Push comes to shove. You kicked me in the head. You knocked me down. I ripped the handle off again. I wanted more than this. Wanted more than this. Fade away. Fade away. It's got a pop hook, but a rocked urgency. A good calling card that they would build on. Push was down from its peak of number 20. It only hit number 32 in Canada, but the group would have seven more hits there, including three top tens. They broke up in 2001, and singer David Usher had a successful solo career before they reunited in 2013. They are working on a new album and are scheduled to tour with fellow 90s Canuck rockers, The Tea Party, Headstones, and Big Wreck in 2021. We'll get into the top 20s right after this. Hi, this is your host, Roger Stroop. Letting you know that if you like my point of view on old pop music, you can actually find lots more of it on the Old Man Yells at Music blog. I've been looking back at top 40 charts from the 70s, 80s, and 90s and beyond for almost 10 years now, and I've done hundreds of entries and covered thousands of songs from the American, Canadian, and British charts, from the A's to ZZ Top, from Abacab to Zoom. You'll also find my Uneasy Rider tournaments. Celebrating the odd ducks of the American top forty. The seventies tourney is complete, but the eighties one is just getting started, and you can follow along on the blog as it progresses. And of course, you can find links to the latest episode of this podcast and the accompanying YouTube playlists there. So take a look at the old man yells at music blog, which you can find at bobbyglovescasey.blogspot.com. Why is it there? You'll have to go there to find out. That's the Old Man Yells at Music blog at bobbyglovescasey.blogspot.com. And now we're back to look at the number 20 song in the UK, All Right by Supergrass. Formed in Oxford in 1993, Supergrass was started by singer Gareth Gaz Coombs and drummer Danny Goffey, who had just played together in a band called The Jennifers. Adding bassist Mick Quinn, the group was signed by a major label after just one indie single, and their debut album, I Should Coco, entered the UK album chart at number one in May of 1995. All Right was the album's fifth single. All Right is buoyant brick pop, powered by an, an insistent piano line. The lyrics are about being youthful and free. Here are the lyrics keeping in mind that there's a certain three-letter word in there that in british slang means cigarette and that's how it's being used here keep that in mind we are young we run green keep our teeth nice and clean see our friends see the sights feel all right we wake up we go out smoke a fag put it out see our friends see the sights feel all right are we like you i can't be sure of the scene as she turns we are strange in our worlds but we are young we get by can't go mad ain't got time sleep around if we like but we're all right got some cash bought some wheels took it out cross the fields lost control hit a wall but we're all right It's irresistibly loose and joyous. As is the video, which reportedly inspired Steven Spielberg to offer to create a monkey style TV series for the band. They politely declined, declined, excuse me, Declined. All Right was down from a peak of number two. Supergrass had 11 more hits, including four top tens before breaking up in 2010. They reunited in 2019 as a four-piece, joined by Gaz Coombs' brother, Rob. Back to America we go, for number 12, Only Wanna Be With You by Hootie and the Blowfish. Formed in Columbia, South Carolina in 1986, Hootie and the Blowfish were named for two University of South Carolina classmates of founding members Mark Bryan and Darius Rucker. They played college gigs for several years, developing a following and recording an independent EP that sold over 50,000 copies. That drew the attention of Atlantic Records, who signed them in 1994. Their debut album, Cracked Rear View, had already produced two top ten hits in Hold My Hand and Let Her Cry. Only Want to Be With You was the third single. Only I want to be with you is pop rock with folk and country edges. The lyrics are about the differences between two parties in a relationship. Here's a sample. You and me, we come from different worlds. You like to laugh at me when I look at other girls. Sometimes you're crazy and you wonder why I'm such a baby, because the dolphins make me cry. Well, there's nothing I can do. I've been looking for a girl like you. You look at me. You've got nothing left to say. I'll only pout at you until I get my way. I won't dance, you won't sing. I just wanna love you, but you wanna wear my ring. Well, there's nothing I can do. I only wanna be with you. You can call me your fool. I only wanna be with you. Later in the song, they lift half a verse from Bob Dylan's Tangled Up in Blue. It was meant as a tribute but of course they were later required to pay Dill in a settlement. Overall, this is pleasant, but little more. They have better and more interesting songs than this. Only Want to Be With You peaked at number six. It only got to number 87 in Britain, but it would become the first of three number ones for them in Canada. Correct Rear View would go on to sell 21 million copies in the U.S. The band had three more U.S. hits, but none made the top ten and subsequent albums wouldn't come close to their debut's massive sales figures. They went their separate ways in 2008, after which Darius Rucker started a solo career that has produced four number one country hits and made him the most successful African-American artist in that genre since Charlie Pride. The band reunited in 2019, went on tour with Naked Ladies, and released their first album in 14 years, Imperfect Circle, that November. We're in Canada again, from number 11, Unloved by Jan Arden. Jan Arden Ann Richards was born in Calgary in 1962. She started playing clubs in her late teens, but it took several years for her to get a manager, and a few more to get her first record deal. Her 1993 debut album, Time for Mercy, produced three hits, including the top ten, Will You Remember Me? The next year, she put out Living Under June, whose first three singles went top five, and one, Insensitive hit number one. Unloved was the album's fourth single. Unloved is a raw, unflinching breakup ballad featuring contributions from California singer-songwriter Jackson Brown, who harmonizes on the choruses and t- takes lead on the second verse. So here are the first two verses and a chorus. There will be no consolation prize. This time, the the bone is broken clean. No baptism, no reprise, and no sweet taste of victory. All the stars have fallen from the sky, and everything else in between. Satellites have closed their eyes. The moon has gone to sleep. Unloved, 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 unloved. Here I am, inside a hotel, choking on a million words I said. Cigarettes have burned a hole, and dreams are drunk and penniless. Here I am, inside my father's arms, all jagged bone and whiskey dry. Whisper to me sweetly now, and tell me I will never die. It's a very adult song. Pop can be extremely youth-focused, but Arden is an artist who has been able to get that older point of view through. Unloved was down from a peak of number eight. Six months later, Insensitive was included on the soundtrack of the Christian Slater movie, Bed of Roses. The movie flopped, but American radio picked up the song and it got to number 12 on the Hot 100 and made it to number 40 in the UK. Back in Canada, Arden had nine more top 40s, including five top 10s over the next decade. She continues to record and tour, as well as co-hosting a podcast and appearing as a fictionalized version of herself on the CTV sitcom, Jan. We're in the top tens now, starting with Canada's number five, Somebody's Crying by Chris Isaac. Born in Stockton, California in 1956, Chris Isaac didn't pursue music seriously until his mid-twenties. He released his debut album in 1985, and two of the songs from that LP were used in David Lynch's film Blue Velvet. Four years later, Lynch used Wicked Game, a track from Isaac's third album, Heart-Shaped World, in the movie Wild at Heart, and that exposure sent the song to the top ten in all three Canuckus countries. That's what I call Canada, the UK, and the United States the record. Somebody's Crying was the first single from his fifth album, Forever Blue. Somebody's Crying is pop rock, over which Isaac does his trademark mumbly Elvis delivery on the verses, then unleashes his yodely Roy Orbison falsetto on the choruses. Here are lyrics. I know somebody, and they cry for you. They lie awake at night and dream of you I bet you never even know they do but somebody's crying I know somebody and they called your name a million times and still you never came They'll go on they go on loving you just the same I know that somebody's trying So please return the love you took from me or please let me know if it can't be me I know when somebody's lying I know that somebody's lying. Give me a sign and let me know we're through if you don't love me like I love you. But if you cry at night the way I I do, I'll know that somebody's lying. It's a song about loneliness and heartbreak, and with his voice and heartthrob looks, you might think he was designed in a lab to be the ideal purveyor of such songs. Somebody's Crying was down from a peak of number four. It got to number 45 in the U.S. and number 100 in Britain. He had no further hits, but another track from Forever Blue, Baby Did a Bad, Bad Thing, got attention when it was used in the 1999 Tom Cruise-Nicole Kidman movie Eyes Wide Shut. From 2001 to 2004, he starred as a fictionalized version of himself, where did we hear that before, on the sitcom The Chris Isaac Show. His most recent album, First Comes the Night, was released in 2015. One more jump to the UK for number four, Never Forget by Take That. Formed in Manchester in 1990, Take That was started when music manager Nigel Martin-Smith decided to put together a British version of New Kids on the Block. Assembling five young men between the ages of 16 and 22, he got the group club gigs and TV appearances, and eventually a record deal. Their debut album came out in 1992, and to this point they had scored 13 hits, including 11 top tens and six number ones. Never Forget was the second single from their third album, Nobody Else. Written by the group's main songwriter Gary Barlow, with lead vocals mostly by Howard Donald, Never Forget opens with a boys' choir singing Verdi. Then becomes a pop number about appreciating the journey to the pinnacle of your dreams, and knowing that, the height, that this height of success may be fleeting. Here's an excerpt. We've come a long way, but we're not too sure where we've been. We've had success, we've had good times, but remember this been on this path of life for so long feel like i've walked a thousand miles some sometimes strolled hand in hand with love everybody's been there with danger on my mind i would stand on stand on the line of hope and i knew i could make it once i knew the boundaries i looked into the clouds and saw my face in the moonlight just then i realized what a fool i could be just cuz i look so high you don't have to see me finding a paradise wasn't easy but still, there's a road going down the other side of this hill. Never forget where you've come here from. Never pretend that it's all real. Someday soon, this will all be someone else's dream. This will be someone else's dream. It's easy to see this as biographical, an acknowledgement that a boy band's time at the top is limited, and that another one will rise up in their place. Is that giving them too much credit? I don't know. Never Forget was on its way down after becoming their seventh number one. Two months before, the group's youngest member, Robbie Williams, left the group. They had one more number one before breaking up the next year. The individual members embarked on solo careers, with Williams most successful of all. In 2006, all the members except Williams reunited, and they scored seven more hits and three more number ones. Williams returned for a 2010 album that produced three more hits, then he and Jason Orange left, reducing them to a trio of Barlow, Donald, and Mark Owen. That lineup had another number one in 2014, and one more top 40 hit after that. Their most recent material was three new tracks on a a 2018 Greatest Hits collection. Now we stop in America again for number nine, Runaround by Blues Traveler. Formed in Princeton, New Jersey in 1987, Blues Traveler developed their sound playing clubs in New York City and were signed to a major label in 1990. The band developed a following over the first over their first three albums, picked up an important celebrity fan in David Letterman, who booked them on his shows several times. And in 1992, they created the Horde Tour featuring other jam bands like the Spin Doctors and Fish, Runaround was the first single from their fourth album, Four. Runaround is blues rock that prominently features the harmonica playing of singer John Popper, who also sings lyrics about a one-sided crush. Here are some. Shake me and my confidence about a great many things, but I've been there. I can see it cower like a nervous magician waiting in the wings of a bad play where the heroes are right. And nobody thinks or expects too much. And Hollywood's calling for the movie rights. Singing, hey babe, let's keep in touch. Hey baby, let's keep in touch. But I want more than a touch. I want you to reach me. And show me all the things no one else can see. So what you feel becomes mine as well. And soon, if we're lucky, we'd be unable to tell what's yours and mine. The fishing's fine, and it doesn't have to rhyme, so don't you feed me a line. But you, why you want to give me a runaround? Is it a surefire way to speed things up when all it does is slow me down? It has that jam band flavor to it. I can definitely imagine it being drawn out to 15 minutes with lots of harmonica improvisation but there's still a good, simple pop song at the heart of it. Runaround was down from a peak of number 8. In Canada, it got to number 13. The group only had one more hit, but they have continued to record and tour in the 25 years since. Original bassist Bobby Sheehan died of an overdose in 1999 and was replaced with Tad Kinchla, brother of guitarist Chan Kinchla. We'll recap the top 10s and look at a number 1 right after this. Hello, Roger Stroop again. We all know that COVID-19 is hitting small businesses particularly hard, and I have first-hand knowledge of this, as my wife is a home-based music teacher. Right now, she isn't doing lessons at home, but she has been able to teach some of her students over the internet. Which got me thinking, you don't have to live in the St. Catharines, Niagara area to learn piano, voice, and or musical theory from Linda's lessons. I've told you before about her years of experience and many satisfied customers. I've also told you you can look up Linda's Lessons on Facebook and see videos of her singing. You'll know for sure she knows what she's doing. So if you want to learn music and you think you'd be more comfortable learning over the Internet, take a look at the Linda's Lessons page on Facebook. At the very least, you'll hear an amazing singer, my wife, Linda Quick. Thank you very much. We're back, and now we're gonna look at the top 10s, starting in Canada. Number 10, Hold Me, Thrill Me, Kiss Me, Kill Me by U2, their contribution to the Batman Forever soundtrack. Number nine, Waterfalls by TLC, a cautionary tale from the Atlanta Girl Group. Number eight, A Higher Place by Tom Petty. The fourth top ten here from the, from his Wildflowers album. Number seven, Misery by Soul Asylum. The second top five by the Minneapolis Alternative Band. Number six, This Ain't a Love Song by Bon Jovi. The other Jersey Boys' tenth Canadian top ten. Number five, Somebody's Crying by Chris Isaac. Number four, Can't Cry Anymore by Cheryl Crow. Her third top five here. Number three, I'll Be There For You by The Rembrandts, the L.A. duo's chart-topping theme to the hit sitcom Friends. Number two, "Kiss from a Rose by Seal, the Londoner's hit ballad, also from Batman Forever. And the number one song in Canada this week was... Only Want to Be With You by Hootie and the Blowfish. As I mentioned earlier, this, this was the first of their three number ones here. Now, the American Top 10. Number 10, One More Chance by the Notorious B.I.G., Biggie's highest charting hit during his lifetime. Number nine, Runaround by Blues Traveler. Number eight, Don't Take It Personal, Just One of Them Days by Monica, the debut hit by the Atlanta R&B star. Number seven, He's Mine by Mokensteth. The only hit for an L.A. female trio. Number six, Gangsta's Paradise by Coolio featuring L.V. The Compton Rapper's number one smash from Dangerous Minds. Number five, I Can Love You Like That by All For One. The third hit ballad by the California Vocal Quartet. Number four, Colors of the Wind by Vanessa Williams. The former Miss America's version of a song from the Disney animated film Pocahontas. Number three, "Boom Bastic" by Shaggy, the first American hit for the Jamaican-American dance hall rapper. Number two, Waterfalls by TLC. And the number one song in the USA this week, and the spotlight number one this week, is Kiss from a Rose by Seal. Born Henry Samuel in London in 1963. Seal got his big break when he sang on Killer, a track by producer and DJ Adamski that went to number one in the UK in 1990. He released his debut album the next year, and it gave him his first American hit, the number seven, Crazy. Kiss from a Rose was originally the second single from his second album, but it flopped on its original release in 1994. But it was reissued the next year after being included on the soundtrack Batman Forever. Kiss from a Rose is an elaborate love ballad. The lyrics speak of a really, really intense love. Here's what I mean. There used to be a graying tower alone on the sea. You became the light on the dark side of me. Love remained a drug that's the high and not the pill. But did you know that when it snows, my eyes become large? and the light that you shine can be seen. Baby, I compare you to a kiss from a rose on the gray. Ooh, the more I get of you, the stranger it feels, yeah. Now that your rose is in bloom, a light hits the gloom on the gray. There is so much a man can tell you, so much he can say. You remain my power, my pleasure, my pain. Baby, to me, You're like a growing addiction that I can't deny. Won't you tell me, is that healthy, baby? But did you know that when it snows, my eyes become large, and the light that you shine can be seen? Is that healthy, baby? he asked. I would say no. Addiction is rarely healthy, and being kissed by a rose could be painful, especially if you catch on a thorn. And what's this thing about your Eyes growing and seeing strange lights when it snows, that's not normal. He should get that looked at. Kiss from a Rose only spent one week at number one. It reached number two in Canada and number four in Britain. Seal only had a couple more hit singles, but he has continued to record and tour successfully. Although in recent years, he was probably less famous for his music than his nine-year marriage to German supermodel Heidi Klum. So how to sum up the the pop music of August 1995? Well, soul hip-hop and singer-songwriter pop were doing well, but this was arguably the strongest period for rock on the pop charts this decade, be it moody and alternative, poppy and fret-friendly, thoughtful and bluesy, or that malleable and definition-defying thing known as brick pop. Now it's time for the recommendation segment, Old Man Yells at You. This week? Well, I read A Good Walk Spoiled years ago, and I remember that being pretty good, so I'll recommend that. I'll also recommend Jan Arden's Living Under June album. She's really a Canadian national treasure. And for the third one? why Why not go back and watch Babe? That's a really good movie, not just a really good kid's Thank you for listening to the old man. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I didn't recap the British top 10. Let's do that now. Number 10, Try Me Out by Corona. Don't panic, it's just Italian Eurodance. Number 9, Kiss from a Rose by Seal. Number 8, Human Nature by Madonna. The fourth single from her album Bedtime Stories. Number seven, Son of a Gun by JX. The first top ten for Brighton DJ Jake Williams. Number six, Everybody by Clock. The third top ten for a Manchester dance act. Number five, Waterfalls by TLC. Number four, Never Forget by Take That. Number three, I Love You Baby by Original. House Music from New York. So what about number two and number one? Well, if you look at the title of this episode, you'll notice that it says part one. And the reason is because there's a story to be told about this week's top two UK hits. And that story is deserving of its own episode. So tune in next week to find out about the most intense battle ever for the top spot on a non-Christmas UK singles chart. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Old Man Yells at Music podcast. As always, if you like what you've heard, share, subscribe, and leave a review where you found it. You can also leave feedback on the Facebook and Twitter feeds, both of which are at Mr. B. Glovehead, or on the blog post for the episode, which is at bobbyclubscasey.blogspot.com. Or you can check out the Instagram account, at Old Man Yells at Music. As always, there's a companion YouTube playlist for this episode, which I link to in the show notes. All the them are for purposes of discussion and review. No infringement is intended. Next time on the show is part two of our look at the last week of August 1995, and the battle of the bands for the evening. Until then, I'm Roger Scrooge, saying, no matter what the waitress brings, I should drink it, and always be full. Stay safe.